Action! Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Tell It How It Is, No Filter. You already know who it is. And how are you? This is episode 207, back in the building by the powers that be. Glad to be here to, you know, just give my little insight on things and try to just help the masses. Well, whoever's really tuned in. I appreciate you. I'm very grateful for whoever tunes in. Whoever's listening, I am on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all that. For those who just choose to listen and not really, you know, watch. I started there, by the way, in case you didn't know a little backstory that I've always been in the podcast mode. I just recently became the visual. And I don't have to be humble. There's a quite a number of episodes for the visual, but I, I did start from just audio. Um, <clears throat> to be a little cocky real quick, you know, I have a few names, a few aliases that people who do know me. Yes, on this channel for this part, I'm Voice of Reason. Voice of Reason, absolutely. But in my music and the regular other things I get into, it's really just the music. It's Hush. That's why you see this cap right here, which stands for How You Stop Him. And soundproof. Ah, get how it go together? Let's not forget no noise. So when I used to do these pods, I open up with this is Hush, a.k.a. How You Stop Him, a.k.a. Voice of Reason, a.k.a. Hush Braun James, a.k.a. No Noise, a.k.a. Soundproof. <clears throat> anyway, let's get in. How's everybody been? How's your week? I know I always talk. And act like a lot of time has passed since you last seen me or, this, or, or since you last tuned in. I got to do that because there are people, <clears throat> think my first time viewers, last time viewers, there are people who don't catch every episode. So maybe I am talking to those who may not have listened to me in a month. So I always have that introduction, like how you doing, how are things going? I'm just spreading positive energy to you. Hope you're being productive. I hope things are going your way. Based on the work you put in, of course, it's not just going to go your way. If you are, that's luck. And I don't, I very little, rarely believe in luck. All right, so let's go. Um, First is first. I updated a little bit. No more pad, huh? No more pad. Now I can Google and talk shit and back it up. Is Google a thousand percent correct? Probably not. But when we talk here now, I can actually chime in and see you know, back up some of my facts, especially with dates and how old someone or something is. All right. So with that, I'm going to try to stay within the time constraints because I've been trying to cut down. Some people tell me I have very good content. Maybe it's just a little too long for one person. Or, you know, I guess when I blow up all the way, motherfuckers will sit here and watch this one person for three hours, maybe, you know, but as a solo dolo act right now, even though I welcome more guests, I'm going to try to keep it a little, you know, calculated. All right. So I don't want to really talk about this monster, but Alex Murdoch convicted of killing wife and son. So the court date went down, right? So now I can Google. I don't want to look down. I can really look up this fucker and give you more of a backstory on what really popped off. You know what I'm saying? Um... 
There's nothing you really could tell me. I don't really want to, you know, nothing could be said that could kind of make this an understandable thing. But uh, he's sentenced to life. Final moments. They're talking more on the trial itself and what actually popped off. I'm trying to get you a little more info on that. Bear with me. Um, it says, how Alex Murdoch's son helped solve his own murder. Gee. Is that like an audio or I need some words? For a year and a half, Alex Murdoch denied he was anywhere near his wife, Maggie, and 22-year-old son, Paul, were brutally killed. But it was one of his victims, his son, who would provide key proof after his death that legal experts says exposed his father's web of lies and ultimately led to his conviction in a double homicide. It is ironic in the end that it was the victim who solved his own murder. A now disgraced former South Carolina attorney was found guilty Thursday of fatally shooting his wife and son and a day later was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. He has maintained his innocence. The key proof came from a video which Paul recorded moments before he was gunned down and killed. It appeared to show one of the family dogs near the kennels on their property. It also captured Alex Murdoch's voice in the background and placed them at the scene of the crime. Stop. I'm not going to read anymore. That right there is open and shut because he claims to not have been there and the recording has his voice there. Boom. I could go in and then he's denying it. Video didn't know existed before the trial. Mark the crumbling of his alibi. So that's the key right there. You know, lying or saying you was not there or placing yourself somewhere else with no credible witness is, is just going to jam you up. So he's done. Feel me? And I don't feel bad. I feel bad for the deceased though. You know what I'm saying? And I know relationships and family and maintaining family is tough. Don't get it wrong. I have no sympathy for this situation for the guy. I'm sorry to say. Um, I do have sympathy for his struggle. But not him. Because there's no excuse. There's no excuse. But again, everything is on the man. I know it's hard to maintain a family. I know it's hard to maintain kids. Survival is a must. You are the king of the castle supposed to be. You're supposed to hold it down. You're supposed to, you know, grab life by the neck and go, I got this. Feel me? But it shouldn't make you snap to this extent. And I don't really know what was going on. I guess if I was to read more and go in more, they would have more of a backstory to explain, you know, his mental state maybe playing a role. I mean, not maybe. Obviously, his mental state ain't correct if he could do that. So I don't really care to go that deep. You know, some pods, if that's a subject, they're going to dig deep. So now, even with me having access to look up things, I'm not really going to go there. Bottom line is, he got what he deserved. And it's sad. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of breaking points in a man's life. Rock bottom supposed to give you energy to aim high. You know, any challenge in life supposed to, you're supposed to use that diversity to do better if you can. I mean, that's the mindset. That's the only way to get up out that. So you don't really like fall and do some wild shit or give up or, or you know what I mean? Or turn to drugs or whatever. Whatever's like not beneficial for you. You're supposed to just look at things like a stepping stone, you know, it's supposed to rise you above, you know, easier said than done, but you got to have the willpower and the mental strength for that. So that's that on that. Um, 
John Moran troubles with the law. I really don't have much that I knew off top about this. I saw the memes. That one is funny. The one with my man from above the rim after the basketball game when he went to get the gun to, to, to shoot. You know what I'm saying? But um, I, that's why I have this here to tell me. Okay, he's accused of punching a teen and flashing a gun. Brother, all the success, all the money you have. I don't know, man. People be trying you when you're successful. You don't know that that's how it go. People be trying you. When you act, like when you're doing your do, you know what I'm saying? Like you're doing so well. There's people who are out here struggling. There's people out here who have a lot of hatred in their heart. A lot of... You know what I'm saying? So you can't feed into that. The thing is, we come if we come from a struggle, right? We know that when we struggled, we didn't really hate on anybody that we saw that was up when we weren't. If you're level-headed and, you know, normal sound and mind and body. But um, you know that, like, when you struggled, how you moved. But you can't account that to people, other people who struggle and how they move. So the thing is, when you become successful and, and things are looking up for you, the more you have to have your guard up to watch out for people who aren't pleasant, people who don't want to see you rock, the more you can't like. And it's, it's sad, I know, because if you struggled and then now you're good, you hope that you could like relax and enjoy that. But you have to still keep your guard up because Motherfuckers that's broke and not doing nothing with their life have haters. Maybe one, a half a hater. But you see what I'm saying? Like, so if you had that when you struggled, you know you're going to have more when you go. So you kind of got to be mentally aware of that. And I know people try you from all spectrums of life, from all angles, whatever your situation is. And you sometimes feel like, yo, I'm not the one. Just let me be. You don't listen. Let me be. I'm a big supporter of that. Just let me be. You know, I don't want to really pop off on you. I don't really want to break your neck, go to jail. Just let me be. So I get that you may, you know, initially say, let me chill. Just let me be. And then people will push the button and push the button and push the button. And then you snap. But you really can't because you lose in the end. You you take care of that situation and you might have handled that to where you feel you got your respect in the end or you strong-armed it. But it's just going to send you down the wrong path now because more tests coming now. Because you get jammed up in that. Now you going through the system or you got to fight to not go in the system. It's going to be more tests. So this first act of emotions that got you jammed up is going to be followed with other acts of emotions because you're going to be getting got at more. It's just like a snowball effect, avalanche type shit. So you got to try to ignore that. I say that to say, I don't understand why they limiting me and trying to sell something when I'm just trying to see the, the, the job situation. I don't know what this Washington Post thing is. Give me a sec. So the Grizzlies announced today that John Morant will be suspended for at least the next two games after they opened an investigation into a video in which Morant held a gun at a nightclub. The video surfaced after the Grizzlies lost against the Nuggets. So in the video, he has a gun. I'm not understanding the punching of the team. And if he's in a lounge or a club, how old you got to be to get in there? 
Why is there a teenager in there? This story's all over the place. Maybe it's not good to have access to shit because they, they dancing around a lot of shit. Because if you're in a lounge, it's not supposed to be a teenager in there, bro. Following the troubling social media activity showed on Friday night, announcing Saturday he'd be away from the team for at least. This comes Saturday morning after a report that opened an investigation flashing a gun at a nightclub on his live Instagram story. So, okay. So he has a weapon. He flashes it on his live. Um, a teenager is accusing him of punching him at least 12 times and then returning to the scene of a pickup game with a gun in his waistband. So these are two things. Yo, yo they're just trying to. I'm off this. So it's a pickup game. He punches a teen 12 times. He comes back. He flashes a gun. First story, allegation, allegedly. Second story is he had it on his IG story or IG live at a nightclub. So the punching of the team, if you want to put energy to that to try to punish him, I guess you can. The gun thing, I know it's not favorable for professional players, but can it be legal? He can he can't register to carry. He can't have, you know, all his paperwork where he can do this. I'm, it's not, you know, code of ethics, conduct. Maybe he shouldn't be doing that. But if he has a register, if he's registered to carry, what are we what are we talking about right here? The punching of the team drew the attention to that. I pray for him. Hope he gets out of this. I, I know. I hope he had no ill intentions. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. But he's also young. He's still in his twenties. You know how we are in our twenties, with or without money. We could be a little reckless. But if you add money to that, that's almost a recipe for disaster. So let's see what happens with that. I'm gonna pray that he's all good though, and he don't really go through too much. Um, don't be punching on no teens, teens, my dude. I know that. Teenagers' mouths be reckless. Let's not let's not be naive. He ain't no, he probably didn't deserve the punching. He, he's not his parent. Probably had no business putting hands on that teen. But they be talking crazy these days. So I can see the snap effect, but you just gotta be a little more mature, more mature than that and go, alright, whatever. Especially with you having a lot to lose. So that's that with that. Michael B. Jordan went to school with uh female interviewer that just recently interviewed him on the red carpet and he called out by saying yeah i was corny right because they went to school together and she used to say she said that they used to call him corny based on what either how he was dressing or something about you know whatever he had on you know material so now look at him right so i saw some of the joe buttons podcast of him ranting saying that that's corny and that's why niggas call you corny because you checking a black female about some shit that was from high school. Whatever. He, I kind of felt like I saw the Joe Button shit before I saw the red carpet shit. So I thought the boy talked crazy to the girl. Like fully disrespected her. Or energy was off. Didn't really want to do the interview. You know, I thought he was really being that ignorant. But even though he pointed it out. And it's something that happened so long ago. It was still mild to me. So, Sorry, Joe. I, I don't see what you're saying there. Unless you know more of a backstory than I do. Based on what I saw, yeah, it's, it's kind of cheesy. But he said I'm corny, right? Said, Whatever. It's, that's light, though. That ain't disrespectful, I don't think. So anyway, that happened. She kind of looked humbled after that. Like, yeah, I did do that. And you you the man now, no doubt, no doubt. 
And then they tying that with, um, there's rumors he's dating a white girl. She's a model. And who cares? This is the day and age of all interracial, all interactive, all special in life. Who you love, who you want to be with, is who you want to be with. Like, there's some people who are still, like, strict and only date they con and only want to be with, you know, you have that choice. Whether you strict traditional, even if you want to call that traditional or not. Whether you want to stay within your own or you want to branch out, who the fuck cares? The world is free. Do your thing. So that's a little low end on that. But I, I really expected to see more and I didn't. I felt like Jordan, he didn't have to mention it at all. But I, I felt like that was like my pet peeve of the week. Drivers that are making turns, especially left turns. Not really so much right. Left turn drivers with no consideration of the motherfuckers behind you. So now to turn... Whether you're waiting, I'm not talking about the organized one where there's a lane to turn. You know, if you have a lane with the arrow and you get your own light, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the turns where the lane is the same, the turning lane and the straight. So there's no separation and there's no green arrow. The light turn, the light's green for everybody. Whoever's turning, whoever's going straight. So my thing is this, for consideration, when you making a left turn, you go up as far as you can to the intersection, if not in the intersection, and kind of start to bear to the left. At least try to be out of the way. If you're a fucking 18-wheeler, of course not. Come on, let's not be ridiculous. Cars to midsize SUVs, whatever. If you could do that, then the people behind you who's not turning can go around you and keep it going, right? I hate the ones that is like dead center don't attempt to turn at all. Don't indicate to whoever that you are trying to turn. It looks like you're going straight, but your fucking car not moving. That's fucking inconsiderate. Fucking hate that shit. And now you fucking miss the light because it is degenerate that's waiting for the light to change to try to turn. Instead of trying to get out the way, at least try to get out the way so that we could get around you, motherfucker. That's all I'm saying. That was something I noticed in this week. You know, that's not something I would have brought up as a, you know, the month. It's just this, you know, most of my pet peeves, they popped off. That's why I'm talking it. So, yeah, learn how to drive. At least attempt to turn. At least try to get out of the way is all I'm saying. If we share in this lane, if the same lane to turn, it's the same lane to go straight. There's people behind you. Thank you. I'm convinced that the mind is stronger than the body. Some people may have come to this conclusion a long time ago. Some people may disagree with this 100%. Let me tell you why I feel that's the case. Um, if you have a strong mind, if you have common knowledge, common sense, common courtesy, you're normal. You know you can think and project things into the world that you want to get done, want established, and now it's for your body to react. Now, I don't care how healthy you are, how much you go to the gym, all that is, is good. It's all that is good and dandy. The mind tells you and it's for your body 
to follow. So, for my people who work regular jobs, let's say you work your normal hours, then you stayed and did some more hours, almost matching the first set of eight hours. You go home after that, you try to rest up because you got to get up, turn right around and do it again. Because you have less time for rest now because you doubled up. But you still have to go back and do your normal shift. You can wake up with a sense of urgency. A sense of, I got it. You know what I mean? You know, you did, you did what you could. You went straight home. You really didn't eat late. You didn't watch any TV. You went straight to sleep. You wake up. Initially, you're like, I'm good. I'm good. I got up. It's the hardest part. You get to work. Within that hour, first hour, two hours, you're starting to feel a little sluggish. It may not be obvious. It may not be heavy, but it's there. You feel it. Because if you listen and pay attention to your body, your body talks to you. And you feel a little, damn, I'm out of hundred. You know why. You know why. Because mentally you could tell yourself, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. But the body... Damn, did I just make it look contradictory? I sound like a walking contradiction. Because if the mind is stronger, huh, that's a good one. Look, I set myself up. I don't even got to Google nothing for that. The reason I can still stand on the mind being stronger is because that's what the initiator is. Whatever's going to get done, a lot of what people do, a lot of things that go down, it started here. So that's why I'm giving the flowers to the mind. But I, the example I was just speaking on kind of made the body look stronger because your mind can say, this is what's going down. But your body goes, yeah, I'm with you, but it ain't easy. <laughs> so that's a good one. It's like, I think the mind still wins in the end because if your initially mind says to do X, Y, Z, you go to do it. Your body's reacting like, oh, I'm kind of tired, man. But it's your mind that you continue to use to help you get through it, even though your body is responding like, I'm not 100. Like, nigga, you, you worked 16, you slept six, and you doing another eight. And for some, you may be going back for another 16. That's even more. So you do 16, you sleep like six, you go back, and that's life, especially for guys. We got to get it because at some point you got to go that hard drive, especially if there's things you need to overcome like debt and, and loans and credit cards and you just not where you need to be. And, you know, you trying to like, you know, be on that Dave Ramsey plight. You know what I'm saying? The whole savings, emergency funds, Roth IRAs and mutual funds. Like if you're trying to be the best you can be as a man, a high value man, you're going to have to have a, a hustle stretch, a stretch when you, you're going in at some point. I don't know how long this stretch is, how long you want it to be, but you got to have a, a stretch where you're going in. So this is where this is important. You have to really let the mind do have the control and really stand strong on that. And even when your body starts to waver, it's the mind that's going to get you through it. So I still stand behind that. But the body is powerful as well because it does respond to whatever the mind is trying to tell you what to do. So that's a good one. 
And just keep keep a mental note of that, cause the mind, right? All right, that's good. That's good. The you know the rest of this is gonna go to something that's really moving for me. You know the last. You should read. You should really read if you can. But I'm more of an audio guy, so I'm I, I love audio books. I love that technology that give us that option that if there's something we really want to check out, we don't have to read it. We can listen. And sometimes you receive it better from listening. So the first, in the recent times, I'm talking about within the last three months, Rich Dad, Poor Dad was a great listen for me. I can't say great read. So I listened to that. That was dope. You feel me? So since then, I got one, another one for you. It's called Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. And that may be top five all books of times. You know what I'm saying? All, all you know what I mean? Written manuscripts or however you want to call it. Also 48 Laws of Power. But anyway, back to this outwitting the devil. Especially for men, you need to read this or listen to it. I listened, I ain't read. And that'll give you a pretty good breakdown of how life is, man, and where you should go. So let me not be a mystery. I don't want to give it all. I want you to check it out. But I'm going to tell you some of the things I jot down behind it. And to listen to an audio of something that was written in 1938 and you still receive it, yo, that, that's crazy. That's, that's letting you know how much weight something holds when it could be that old but still hit like it's new. It's kind of like what we say to go to my hip-hop for a second. The Biggie thing. Like, Biggie music will always hit. You feel me? So, that was really wild for something from that old. So... I'm going to just give you 10 things I interpreted, basically, but gotten from the audio. The devil, actually, because it's outwitting the devil. So he's being interviewed or basically placed on the stand and has to come clean with all of his treachery and what he does negatively. You feel me? So you have him in a vulnerable state here. They have him in a vulnerable state where he actually gives advice when questioned of how to dodge dealing with him or being under his control. So I'm going to go for real quick, but these are some of the things he gave as, um, as some real useful material. Normal body, solid mind. Do your own thinking. These are things I'm going to give you and you have to just interpret it for yourself. One, normal body, solid mind. Do your own thinking. Two, decide what you want out of life. Create a plan to obtain that. Stop at nothing. Sacrifice everything to achieve it. Just go check this out if you need a further breakdown. But I'm just giving you these and you can take that and interpret it for yourself or read the book or listen to the book. Three, analyze temporary defeat. And the difference between that and failure. Pull a positive learning part lesson out of it. Four, be willing to render service of equal value for the things you want to obtain first. So it's a give and take thing. You feel me? I'm not really breaking nothing down. Just take these, analyze it for yourself, read or listen to the audio. Five, your brain is a receiving set. Six, greatest asset is time outside your mind. And it's also free. One of the only things that are free. 
Seven, fear is a temporary filler that the devil uses to occupy your mind. Don't let it take full control. Instead, replace it with faith. You know what I mean? When you pray, don't beg. Just do it humbly with confidence, emphasizing this is what you need. You deserve it. So I know it sounds a little crazy. So you talk to the powers that be, whoever you worship, whoever you're praying to, and you don't beg, you don't cry. You know, a lot of people wait till shit hits the fan. There's only one I'm explaining. I'm trying to just break just this one down for you. Kind of just talk in your regular tone and again, with confidence, humbly, saying this is what you need done. Life is a hard task, master. Either you conquer it or it conquers you. That's it. That's as there's no way there's no breakdown needed. You conquer it or it conquers you. You don't accept what you don't want. So you can have room and energy for the things you do want. And 10. Thoughts become reality. Be careful what you're thinking. The universe, the universe definitely reacts university so that's my breakdown i actually got it from the book itself so you can go and check that out or you can take what i've given you and break that down for yourself and it'll be very useful trust me if you don't see the light right away you can in a week or two from now revisit that and i think you'll get something out of that because a lot of that is true and i, I kind of back it Almost every word. So check that out. Once again, it's called Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. Far as books go, check out Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I don't have that author. It's too famous to not be able to pull up who that is. Oh, oh, I don't got to be lazy. I actually have the devices to do that. Give me a sec. I'm going to give you that. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I've spoken another part about this. I can barely say that name. Robert Kiyosaki. Robert Kiyosaki and Sharon Letcher. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I have another one for you. Um, 48 Laws of Power. Do you need to know who that author is? 48 Laws. Robert Greene. And then, last but not least, Unscripted by MJ DeMarco. So again, if you're like me, you don't really read. I can admit it. I should read. But check out the audio. I'm sure all of these audio books are available. There's another guy. I'm going to find him. I freaking forgot his name. But his book is called Man Up. Let's see if I can find his name based on that. He's not probably as much of an author as these other guys are. That's a film. Let me see. Book. How to Cut Bullshit. Bedros Cook. Let me spell this. It's Bedros. B E D R O S. I'm going to put it in the timestamps. K E U I L I A N. Man up. How to cut the bullshit and kick ass in business. It's a little off subject, but I think that's also powerful. So, yeah, you can check all these things out. I'm going to leave them in the timestamps. Um, and that's it. Um. 
Closing out with the health tips. Real short this week. Um, try green apples and drink salsa water. Flavored salsa water. Pick a flavor you like. Try to grab that. Or Perrier water. Not excessively. So if you're on your water game and you drink, you know, I would say always half your weight to your weight in ounces of water. Um, in between that, if you're trying to cut out the juice and the soda, you can go to salsa water with a flavor or drink Perrier for those urges and craves when you just tired of regular water for the day. Let's say you did your water intake for the day and you just want something else. You know, I do a, a, a different set of things. I don't really support Under Armour, but I'm a hypocrite because Tim's is also a bad thing to support, but I have Tim's. Jordan has said some reckless shit, but we have Jordan's. I don't have Balenciaga. Do you heard what happened with that? So these um designers and, and the companies may not be in the most positive light and stuff that we should support, but if the product is A1, you know how to supply and demand. So um, the Under Armour drink, I preferably like the orange mango. I think there's one called Tropical Punch. That's also something I drink outside of just regular water that is good. It has 10% coconut water in it. That's dope. So I don't normally support it, but that that's a good thing right there. So Under Armour drinks, check that out. Um, like I said, if you want something outside water, seltzer water flavored um, with or Perrier, you know what I mean? So these are things you can try to go to when you want to drink and you're trying to avoid soda and juice. I skipped past the green apples part. Green apples is a little strategy. I don't. It's not a hundred. Don't quote me. For everybody's body is different. When I eat like a real meal, especially if it's been delayed, and now I'm eating a meal and I'm hungry, you know, if you calculate your eating, you should never get to the starving point or, or like real hungry stage. You know, you should be calculating how often you intake food. But who's that expert? As for some of the experts, if you work in or you work a job where you can't really do that and you can't calculate the time like that, whatever. So you get to the point where you finally get to eat. You've been busy all day or for a lot of hours and you finally get a minute to yourself. So you eat in this meal, right? So you almost stuff, you're almost full, right? But you should avoid trying to eat to be full. But if you eat a lot or very quickly, I feel you should try this green apple thing right after because... Something about this green apple for me, besides it being a healthy thing, I think it eats away at fat. I really feel like it does. So you can kind of help the digestive process after this meal you ate with the apple. Because if you notice, if you eat, it's things like, I don't want to compare gum to this. Gum is kind of like outside the spectrum for real. But things like me chewing gum when I'm hungry makes me more hungry. Eating this green apple on an empty stomach, you may feel hungry after that. I feel like it's doing something in there to help the situation, help with your digestive tract. So I would definitely try the green apple thing. Again, it's healthy, it's fruits, and I think it helps with that, especially after a meal. Now some people have dinner or whatever, then dessert. Let that be the dessert after your heaviest meal of the day, especially midday. That's just, you know, suggesting. That's not, I'm not an expert on that. But back to the um, drinking of the seltzer water 
flavor, like I said, or Perrier. Make sure you take your vitamins and supplements. Try to get like at least, if you're at the bare minimum, try to find a multivitamin. I'm not talking about gummies. Gummies is cute, but try to get the actual pill. You know, if you want to go that route to just do a multi. But you should be getting a certain amount of definitely vitamin C, definitely zinc. You know what I mean? Definite D3. Some of the minimums, you know what I'm saying? Um, fish oil. To, you know, try to find something. To, you know what I mean? Like the bare minimum, try these things if you can. If you don't, I don't know what other you know, health route you could go if you take no vitamins. Like I think the older you get, you kind of start to have to. It kind of forces your hand. But it was good if you had like this knowledge from a kid because then you can grow up and like really dodge a lot of ailments, a lot of sickness, a lot of unhealthiness if you was put on from the gate. But if we weren't, if we were put on late in life, now is the time to take full advantage of it if we can. You know what I mean? So definitely jump on that. And until next time, pretty much, I'll holla. Stay safe. Remember to comment, like, and subscribe to the channel at Voice of Reason NF, capital NF. Voice of Reason, capital NF, all one word. Like, comment, subscribe. I appreciate you for tuning in. I appreciate you for the listeners. And stay safe. Have a productive week. I'll see you next time. Peace.